Welcome everybody to the loudest podcast. We are the loudest podcast on the internet. It's the show where two crazy comedians discuss totally normie things. I'm your host, Asterios Kogados. With me today is Sarancha. Hello. Okay, first off, we got some feedback that this is not a show where two weird comedians talk about totally normie things. Yeah, guys, chill out. Everybody on Twitter freaking out over this. Guys, chill out. All right, I was kidding. We're fine. We're fine. It's all good. I I hear. I don't think people understand. That's like an elevator pitch. That's to fool advertisers and podcasting networks. That's not for us. Have you ever seen an episode of the show where all of a sudden I'm like, Sriracha, we must discuss the Big Bang Theory. We must discuss Survivor. Well, maybe, now that I think about it. But generally speaking... that's every episode. What are you talking about? I, I like those things so much. Look, generally speaking... We just, I think we discuss weird things on this show, like the Christine Weston Chandler or Nathan Masri. You're still going with Christine, even after you know everything that you know. I'm going back and forth on it. I'm trying to cover my liberal bases. Christian literally referred to being trans as a fetish on Twitter about a week ago. I told you this in Boston, remember? Literally, this happened about a week ago. I feel like if you knew Ooh. everything that I knew, your opinion would be a little different. Uh, okay. Did he mean fetish maybe in the way they mean in uh, in cyberpunk, where a fetish is like a small statue that a cyber mage throws on the ground to summon a cyber demon? No. No. But, oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. You remember how you were saying you wanted to add topics? Well, I want to add a Chris Chan topic. Okay, great. Apparently, Chris is talking about how, because everybody always, it's been about 3,000 days since Chris has put in a job application. <laughs> is Kiwi Farms counting? <laughs> yes. Okay, please continue. But, uh... I guess, uh, so every time she puts out a video, or he puts out a video begging for money, mm-hmm. all the comments will say, why don't you just get a job, get a job, get a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Christian put out a whole slur of tweets about how he can't get a job because he already has a job overseeing the dimensional merge, which is something we're going to get into in much greater detail during our, our bonus series Christery for just two do- what is it two dollars yeah like two dollars a month. month like literally less than a cup of coffee you could listen to me horrify and amuse this areas uh we just got episode two this morning and i remember when we were when we were recording it i did have to take like a 20 minute break because i was trying not to throw up that was pretty good because i was way too drug for my bridges like there's you an entertaining wasted. level of drunk, and I surpassed that about 30 minutes in. <laughs> That's what editing is for. Uh, Sriracha eventually, by the end of the show, turned it into Sriracha's karaoke hour. It was, yeah. I, I really... Like, like, but anyway, so, okay, so Chris is overseeing the dimensional merge. Does that require, like, paperwork? or I mean, don't you don't have to tell me too much about the dimensional merge, because I'm guessing you're going to do a five-part series on the dimensional merge. But what I'm asking you is... Can Chris credibly make the claim that the dimensional merge is a a 40-hour-a-week job? I think Chris has to expend a lot of... It's not that it's a job like I work on the dimensional merge 40 hours a week. It's that it takes a lot of energy. Okay. Because he has to give up his energy to, amongst other people, uh, Jesus Christ... Like Jesus Christ, the prophet, and the um, heroines from the game Commodore CPU 64. I don't know. What? Some game where you play as like a an incarnation of a video game console. I swear to God. Neptuna Hyperdementia, I believe it is. What? <laughs> okay. Well, this gives me more shit to look up. So I think what you're saying is Chris Chan probably could get a job and then kind of just channel his energy towards the dimensional merge while he's channeling his energy towards getting people's Wendy's orders right. There is a big debate over whether or not Chris could have a job. Interesting. And it's so, okay. So I, I, I personally, and this comes down to a lot of like personal opinion, but personally, I think it is very difficult to argue that Chris could not hold any kind of employment. Like he has a college degree. He can focus on at least some level. Couldn't he be a ticket taker? Like a, at a movie theater? A ticket taker. Um, I think that, I mean, he's also, his mental state has gotten significantly worse over the years. But um, I think that, aren't there programs and shit with like, 
people that intentionally hire people with mental disabilities and they snap together tackle boxes or whatever so they could say that they're technically made in America and the company that hires them gets a bonus and they have like people there overseeing them. Isn't that a thing or am I? (laughs) Okay, first off, yes, it definitely is. Because Bank of America for the longest time, every time I logged into Bank of America, it would be like a picture of a mentally challenged person and they'd be like, we're giving back to the community by hiring this one mentally challenged person. <laughs> we spent $100,000 to photograph this one man. Because he's like in perfect, there's like perfect contrast and lighting. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. And, and I'm thinking to myself like, hey, as opposed to, because spe- I remember one time, I remember a long time ago, I, wor- I worked on an account that was like to help the homeless or something. It was like some ch- some big corporation wanted to give money to help the homeless. Yeah. So they gave like $30,000 to the homeless and then spent $2 million promoting their $30,000 donation. Ooh, that's horrible. And the thing is, I knew, though, these are not exaggerated numbers, I knew what the media budget was. I knew where we were buying ads. I was making the ads we were buying to promote the nothing. And it's just like, so yeah, corporate America does do that. That pisses me off so much. Like, occasionally, there'll be a tweet floating around. Be like, for every retweet this gets, I'll donate 10 cents to pay off a child's school debt. Like, oh, if you need to jerk yourself, listen, it, uh, here, here's, here's, here's what you could do instead of that. You could take $100,000, pay off all the kids' school debt, and then because you clearly need to get jerked off, take 20 bucks out of that and get a hooker. You don't, don't even donate $100,000. Donate $99,970 and then take the 20 bucks. Write it off as a business expense because you clearly, like, it's so transparent that these people do not give a shit. And these dumb fucking rubes on Twitter that always retweet it and encourage this bullshit. Like, hey, I'm just trying to do something nice and spread a positive me- No, you're trying to get attention for yourself. If you really gave a shit, then you would just donate the money. And these fucking dumb, stupid morons sit on Twitter clapping like seals at this type of behavior. And like, like Bank of America, like Penn State University tweeting out, oh, for every retweet, we'll donate a dollar to help childhood cancel. Well, motherfucker, why don't you just do it anyway? You're, t- you could, you're a public university. You realize how much you could just write everything off of your taxes, which you're going to do anyway. Why do you need to get jerked off by the internet while you're doing it too? Why can't you just donate the money, enjoy the fucked up corporate structure that we have in this country, and then sit in your piles of wealth that you're not donating? Well, first off, I'd like to introduce a new segment called <laughs> Fold, uh, which is when one of us is so funny that the other one of us just kind of can't come back from it. It's bullshit. It's such bullshit. Nothing fucking triggers me like those goddamn tweets. And you can't say this on the internet because then you get fucking dogpiled by these dumb shit rube morons that think this is actually a good thing. <laughs> Okay, I have uh, I, I have uh, five cards here. Yes. Um, do you see them in my hand? I'm so angry. I lost my puffy. And fold. I fold. <laughs> I fold. Wow. Okay. Well, um, look, I will tell you why they do it. It's not a good answer, and it's going to make you matter. No, go for it. They do it because they fucked up in some way. And she thinks so. And they, I mean, for example, you just said Penn State. Like, I don't know if Penn State actually did some kind of retweet campaign. Penn State hired the doctor that molested like 150 gymnasts. Didn't they also hi- wait? They did that recently, or is, uh, or is that Ohio about- State? I don't know. One of those colleges did that thing. Penn State Sandusky. Penn State Sandusky. Okay, yeah. then Penn State hired uh, Joe Pa, the America's touchiest, grabbiest coach, I- or the coach that defended a pedophile that it's was just like, like, yeah, this guy's clearly a pedophile but he's also a very good defensive coordinator this is a very big hot topic where i went to college and it's it's like apparently sandusky was touching the kids and sandusky joe, wasn't touching the kids he looked the other way while one of his no buddies you have did. it backwards what joe, joe pa is the one that looked the other way oh i'm sorry paterno is the one that looked the other way sandusky's the toucher you're right and it's like what a part of me it, they were like what was he supposed to do because apparently he did tell the administration but he didn't like call the cops or anything he was just like oh he's touching kids well i'm gonna bring up the chain of command 
done. <laughs> like, and that's- I've done my due diligence. Now to wear my cool fedora and pose for a statue. Yeah, I don't know. Don't touch kids. <laughs> how hard is it to not touch kids? It's weird to me how colleges and churches have this kind of... There's like a meme within both colleges and churches of... If there's a problem, we have an internal judicial system to handle it. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, Call the cops. I would never fucking do that. Like, if somebody robbed my fucking door, I'm, fuck you, campus police. I'm calling the the p- policia. I, I remember the college I went to, uh, um, there was a scandal a couple of years ago, and they had to hire the PR firm I worked for. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a scandal a couple of years ago where, like, uh, uh, uh a girl went to the campus police and reported that she was raped or molested or something. And um, and uh, and so what happened was apparently the campus police were just like, yeah, don't bother going to the cops. You're not going to do shit. And then so she didn't go to the cops. And then I think later, like, she sued or there was some kind of thing. And it's the same thing with churches. Like, somebody finds out that somebody's molested. And it's like, oh, my God, this priest has been molesting kids. I better call someone right away. Boop, boop, beep, pop, pop. Hello, Bishop. Don't care. Hello, Bishop. Also fucks kids. Uh, we got a kid fucker over here. Can you transfer him to a different parish that has fresh new kids to molest? Yeah, fresh it, little kid, delicious kids. Yeah, and it, the weirdest thing is like everyone in those institutions thinks that that is a course of action. You know what I mean? Like this isn't just like one person being a fuck up. It's This is a best practice of our organization. We keep these things internal and contained. If you see somebody getting robbed in some states and you do nothing, a good Samaritan law kicks in and you can be held accountable because you didn't go to the cops. Okay, that's not how good Samaritan laws work. I think... Good Samaritan laws mean like if you see somebody having a heart attack and you try to give them CPR and you break one of their ribs... Then it doesn't work the other direction. No. Here's how good Samaritan law works. Okay. If I rob somebody with a gun <laughs> and then I give half of the money to charity, I'm a good Samaritan. If you molest the kid and then you give the kid $5. Yes, exactly. And you go, buy yourself something nice. And you slap him on the ass. In the yeah, and go, now go win football games and uh, or communion games. Um, These are... Everyone's always like, oh, the government sucks. The government sucks. And it's like, well, yes, of course, the government sucks, clearly. But it's like, does every major institution suck? Colleges suck. Churches suck. McDonald's don't pay anybody. But at least McDonald's makes chicken nuggets. Disney's pretty good, even though they call it Mauschwitz. Because Disney is clearly telling J.J. Abrams, you put more porks in these movies. You do it. They're making more toys. So yes. I'm excited about the prospects, but I'm still uh, hesitantly pessimistic. Okay. Don't go to college. College is fucking stupid. I'm cautiously optimistic about the appearance of Porks because in the new Star Wars land, Star Wars Galaxy's End, is it called? <laughs> yeah. No, wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm, my brain just fell off and I thought you were talking about the new movie. And I'd be like, do you seriously think I know? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what is the new movie called? I have no idea, but no, it is called the theme the park. Park's called Galaxy's End? Yeah. It's crazy to me that like, man, when I was a kid, I loved Star Wars so much. I read all the fucking books and the books were terrible. And like, <laughs> and like, I read the comics and shit. And now like, I don't know what the new Star Wars movie is called. And I also kind of don't care enough to look it up. Um, but they got little porks that you can take home in... T- Little box cages. Little ca- okay, so here's the thing. People fly to and from Disneyland, obviously, Disney World. When you bring a pet on a plane, you got to put him in a little pet carrier. When you buy the new Porgs, they give you a little Star Wars, like, little pet carrier. Does it have, like, lightsaber beams? No, unfortunately, it's just a cardboard box. Okay, but we'll do it granted. It's just a cardboard box, but, like... It, I think it has, like, the kind of chipped, worn-out design of, like, of, uh, you know, uh, a rebellion kind of. Like, it, it, like, the rebellion, they have a thing, their plastic's called plastisteel. 
Really? Yeah, the, their metal is called plastisteel. Would you like to know why? Because it's made of plastic Because it looks steel. a lot like plastic, yes. Stormtrooper armor isn't made of plastic, but it's made of impenetrable plastisteel. What, a, what, a, what an interesting way to shut, shut, close a plot hole that no one would have gave a shit about. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, abs- I absolutely don't fucking care. I don't like, fucking who care. fucking cares if there's plastic in the movie? Uh, plastisteel. I know, but I'm saying, like, if I'm watching the movie, I'm not going to be like, zero out of ten, they would not have had plastic. Literally unwatchable. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's a, you know what that is? That is another thing, which is adults trying to justify the fact that they still like what kids like. Or they still like the shit they were into when they were kids. That's why they sell $200 Star Wars figures that are like the black collection. I'm sorry, the African-American collection. Motherfucker, you know when they did that? We interacted with that recently. Talk Not to recently, me. but a while ago. Do you remember when we went to go see the live action Beauty and the Beast movie? Yes. And they were, it felt like watching that, that they were trying to close, pl- like trying to give a, the adults sitting there that watched this movie as a kid and then felt some kind of like guilt about the have you seen the oh Beauty and the Beast is about Stockholm and so they they went so far over the top like do you remember that there is literally a scene in which Belle is teaching a girl how to read and also inventing the washing machine <laughs> I know I don't remember that wow it's just like so far oh like we like you could tell they sat down in a room they were like we need this to be feminist like it's not enough that she just likes to read no now she is promoting female literacy and also inventing a washing machine and of course the town people are like you're teaching another girl to read and they're like like ah fuck your invention bell <laughs> you have a vagina <laughs> Yeah, because I remember they had like an Uncle Tom lady in the town who's like, women shouldn't learn to read. Exactly. Oh, you girls. I want your life to be as terrible as mine and was. Like, female literacy was not that weird in France at that time. Like the original Beauty and the Beast was written in French and was like a book for girls. I did not know that. It was not like at the time that was like it was I mean obviously it was limited to upper classes but it was not like holy fuck heresy this woman could read like they make it out to be in the movie. God damn. Okay. So what you're saying is they went so hard on trying to be feminist that it turns out they were racist against the French by portraying French culture. Oh, this is hold on. Let me get up on a little soapbox. Go ahead, okay, I'm going to climb on my soapbox. All right, I'm going to tighten my tie. I'm going to put on my spectacles. Wait, of course. You want to hold infinite jest. It's under the computer. <laughs> yes, hold on. Give me one second. I'm going to take this gray spray, and I'm going to gray spray my temples. Okay. I want, like, salt and pepper temples. I'm using a gray spray called called Spirit Color Effects Hairspray that l- later, hopefully this weekend, I want to launch a new character uh, on YouTube. Uh, named Champ Chompson. I've never heard any of this, but okay. I hope you like the character. Audience, I'm hearing about this in real time with you. Okay, wait, where is Infinite Jest? Infinite is under the computer, so you might want... It's being used literally as a uh, monitor stand. Okay, this is worth it. Worth it? Oh, buddy, are you sure? Okay. This, off the internet. this is worth it. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm holding up. I'm holding Infinite Jest. I have great temples. That's racist against the French! Racist, I say. Are you yelling at me or Disney? Racist, 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 but a but a pimpa, racist, but a pimp, racist, pom 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 pom, racist, racist, robots invading, stop. Disney from being racist. R stands for robots. A stands for androids. C stands for computers. How, how do you spell racist? When were we? Wh- where's my button to change the topic? You, I want oh, to press it. This is a new feature I've also introduced on the show. Oh. Where at any point, if Sriracha does not like the topic, she can just yell, new topic. New topic, please. All right. like, like that improv game? What is it? New choice. New choice. That's yeah. exa- that's please, for the love of God, from. new choice. That's where I stole it from. Um, okay, new topic. The other night, 
Sriracha and I went out to, we got invited to an exclusive. Oh my God, this is hysterical. We got invited to an exclusive Patreon, uh, Patreon meetup. And here's the, here's the thing. Here's what people might not know. The loudest podcast, I believe, has the highest grossing Patreon for any podcast in New York City. Are you si- Wait, no, that cannot be true. But what if I kept Chopo saying it? Chopo Trap House yeah. is in Brooklyn. Yeah, no, Chopo Trap House is in Brooklyn. <laughs> like, and, so, and so is the last podcast on the left. Also, like, so we, is Cumbtown. Like, Cumbtown's here too, and they make like 30,000. But what if I kept saying it until people build? What if I, what, you know, it's a little Trumpy. That's verifiably false. <laughs> the loudest podcast has one of the highest R- highest grossing Patreon that is probably all, accurate in all of New York City, <laughs> and so we got invited to a Patreon meetup. Um, Hysterical! Those things are always so much freaking fun. I'd love, I'd love to just because look, I'm way more interested in talking about what we did after, but I'd love to hear your take on the Patreon meetup. Oh, okay, so Patreon, if you if we've never talked about this before, occasionally Patreon will have like what twice a year they have these Patreon sponsored meetups. And what you do is it's just for people who make a little bit of money on Patreon. And you go and they have free food and an open bar. And I just use this opportunity. I go up. The first thing I always do is I go to the bartender and I give him $20. And I say, this is for the whole night because my stupid drunk ass will forget later on. (laughs) And then I get as drunk as possible and start asking everyone about what they do, like what their deal is. Yeah. And this was the first time I didn't get something weird because there's always one person there that is like, my name's Lisa. I uh, make uh, custom portraits of birds in medieval <laughs> in medieval costumes and I make $30,000 a month on Patreon and god by god damn it first of all half of them there worked for Patreon so I was like oh fucking boo I don't want to talk to you yeah it's like hey where do you take my money to throw yourselves a party there were like a bunch of programmers there and it's like shouldn't you be making Patreon work better I, t- I talked to one of them and I was like, like look, I'm not gonna get into it but like there's a pro- the tiers the tier system in Patreon is kind of fucked up. Yeah, exa- how about... Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no. For example, if you join at the $5 level, but then you pledge more, but you don't... You, the listener, but you don't move yourself from one tier to the other, there are certain posts you can see and certain posts you can't. So what I have to do every time we go live for the $15 uh, donors on the loudest podcast is I have to send them all a message as opposed to just putting up a post because some of them give like $40 a month, but they're still in the $1 tier from two years ago. So I'm telling one of the ladies like, yeah, you know, the only thing I'd really want you guys to fix is the tier system. And then she gives me, like, the exact explanation as to why they can't do that that's on the website. And I go, oh, no, no, no. I'm well aware of, like, the the reasoning that you guys have out there. It's just, you know, it would be helpful maybe if there's, like, some kind of third option we can pick or something. And she just keeps, like, repeating, like, robot. Yeah, we can't do it because of this, this, this. And I was just like, okay, I'm getting another diet Motherfuck, what the fuck do you mean you can't do it? You are God. This is your website. You can do anything that you want. You can kick us off tomorrow if you fucking felt like it. This is your, what do you fucking mean you can't? change it we're sitting here and we're telling you that this feature sucks and, and we don't work. want it fix your fucking website how about you stop uh eating cheese which was very good they have very good go the cheese, cheese was great and uh, they had a charcuterie board there which i was kind of disappointed. but this was the one of the weakest snack offerings it was better than the last one but it was not as good as the first one we went to i think it's possible that we showed up i think the fried chicken got out there at five we showed up at six it went from five to eight because you told me that people were eating fried chicken. They were. There was a woman with a, what do they call hors d'oeuvres? Yeah. An hors d'oeuvre plate going around with fried chicken. And I got some of it, and it was very good. But um, I, I, I am under the impression that they were intentionally trying to keep the fried chicken from us <laughs> to save money. The first time we went to one of these Patreon things, they had, like, sliders, It meatballs, was a fucking smorgasbord, man. French fries, this, that. Because Patreon takes 5% of, of our cut. Of everything, and it's like, well, that makes sense. You know, they're giving us the platform, like, like they're the reason we can do this. And actually, interestingly, everyone always goes like, "Oh, Patreon sucks. Patreon sucks." Yeah, I mean, they're studies are not doing great, but at the same time, if somebody had a better idea, we would all be using it. Patreon does suck. Yeah, Patreon does suck, and the moment something better comes along, I will switch to it. But I still want to keep going to your parties. <laughs> yeah, well, so don't I, listen to this episode. <laughs> I mean, my plan is this: when I get in there. 
I want my 5% back. Dude, I get my 5% every time I'm there. That's exactly fucking right, yes. Like, I was drinking hella Diet Cokes. I was eating so much charcuterie. Later, I found out charcuterie has a lot of Weight Watchers points. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. I woke up the next morning and got on the scale, and I had gained two pounds. I'm like, okay, either my period is here, or goddamn, I ate a lot of cheese last night. Yeah, um, I took it easy on the cheese because I'm like, I'm like, uh, the sophisticated Weight Watchers user knows that three ounces of cheese is like five points. So I just took a little bit of cheese and I was like, I'll focus on the prosciutto, a meat made entirely of grease and and salt (laughs) and salt. And later I find out prosciutto is one point of slice. I'm shoving prosciutto in my mouth like I'm shoving toilet paper up my ass. <laughs> I went to no. I, I woke up. I woke up and I was like, okay, I got to put my Weight Watchers in. I'm just like margarita, seventeen points. Okay, twelve. A <laughs> hundred points worth of food. I'm like I don't give a shit. I'm you're, just like, all right, fuck it. You're only cheating yourself. Oh, wait, okay. I'm, I'm gonna pull up my Weight Watchers. Cheating watch. myself. I definitely overestimated. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're fine. All right, good. Um. I I ate 84 points worth of food that day. Oh, mommy jamma. Yeah. Um, I can only imagine what I fucking ate. Yeah, I ate a lot of, I ate a lot of uh, prosciutto. I ate um, capicola. What's um, capicola? Capicola is something, it's a word I say when I'm pretending to be a mobster at improv scenes in the early 2000s. I'll be like, I want a mozzarella, a prosciutto, a capicola. I don't know what it is, but I looked it up and it's like five points for a couple of slices. Okay, so it is is—it is a meat on a charcuterie board. It's some kind of meat that gets sliced. I don't know what animal it is. I don't know how it's prepared. Did you see this as a word printed on the table? No. Where did you pull this word from? My mind grapes. <laughs> I was just like, no I'm pretty questions. sure I ate some capicola. No further questions. And I wrote down capicola. Uh, we ate a lot of bread. Um, oh, I did meet somebody weird. I met, but I thought she was incredibly cool. And I really wanted to introduce you, but you were downstairs. I was lost in the catacombs. <laughs> Tell me what you were doing for 20 minutes. So I went downstairs. So at this point, I'm drunk, of course. So I go downstairs. This meeting was held at a hotel. And there was a small outdoor kind of like party space that was covered by a balcony. And then to go to the bathroom, you had to go inside the hotel, go down a flight of staircases to where there is a kitchen and a number of other rooms, and also the restroom. And I call it the catacombs, because I got lost there three times. <laughs> it, it looks like, it downstairs, it, it just looks like some sort of David Lynchian nightmare, but that would also look really good in wedding photos. Like, nonstop marble, Big wooden doors that you can, that like Hodor would be holding, like, um... It looks like a Minecraft server. (laughs) Yes! That's much better than my thing! Oh, keep going, sorry. No, that's it. And I went down there uh, to go to the bathroom, and I ended up there, and there's a girl, like, sitting in the bathroom, and I can, you could, can you ever do that thing where you see somebody and you know they're too fucked up? Yes. Like, without even communicating, and she's, like, sitting there doing that thing where her head is, like, rolling back and forth, and I'm like, hey, buddy, all right? And she says, wow, they're mixing these drinks really strong. I'm like, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> and she's like, she's, she's like, you're really pretty. I'm like, thank you. She says, no, you're, like, really pretty and i'm like well thanks a lot i go to the bathroom wash my hands she's like can you help me get back upstairs it's like yeah sure so then it was like fucking the blind leading the blind and i i walked i walked us through the catacombs like six times and then walked into a door like the, uh, i was lost i was genuinely lost it was I- crazy down there it was like uh, it was crazy down there it was like the house from uh, uh what's the movie i keep going i'll get it later it's like the fucking the scene in scooby-doo where they're all running door to die. it was like the house from the shining in both art direction and terror <laughs> quotient yeah so i lead her upstairs and i send her away and then was that when i ran into you I came looking for you. Yeah, because I led her upstairs, and then I was like, oh, wait, I forgot to... Like, I left my purse or something in the bathroom. And so I was, then I went back, and then I ran into you, and you and, saved me. And I was carrying your purse. Were you? Yes, because I didn't want to leave it upstairs. So I'm, like, walking around these cre- this creepy dungeon, holding, like, a bright, lemon, tiny girl's purse. I'm just like, oh, God. 
please let no one ever find out about this. And I guess now everybody is because I'm saying it into a microphone. Remember the moment I found you, I was like, oh, here's your purse. Ah, get away from me. Ah, I'm not gay. I'm going to catch the gay. I'm very straight. <laughs> I'm, I am straight. I guarantee you all. What did you just so fucking say? You realize what month it is, right? We will be right it's back. It's still June, motherfucker. You're we'll right That's what you get for being straight. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. Sorry that gray spray was giving me a headache. It is gray spray from, and I have the expiration date right here. Yep. 4-15-2013. It is uh, seven or eight years old. It was in my storage locker forever. I refuse to spend another $4 on a new can of gray spray. Why don't you put it into the garbage? It's right here. That's like telling me not to eat the chicken that's gone bad. That's an aerosol. Yes, it will make me sick. I'm sorry, what'd you say? It's an aerosol can that was in a storage locker in Los Angeles. A very hot storage locker. Oh my it's God. Actually, it's been in Los Angeles. Then it got moved to Florida with me. It's been everywhere in suitcases and big pack boxes. It's been in 200 degree rooms and zero degree temperatures. This $4 can of great. Because here's the thing. When you're a comedian like me, Steris Kodos, you know, at some point, I will have to make my hair go gray, like when I introduce my new character, Champ Chompson. I can't get rid of my backpack, so I understand. I have this dirty, disgusting pink Nike backpack that I've had since I was in high school, and it's I've I've taken it everywhere with me, man. That I that backpack has been to more continents than most people will ever experience. Fuck yeah! I can't get rid of it. I like it. I'm emotionally attached to it. I don't know why. I think that backpack is so fucking cute. Oh, I was gonna ask you to bring that backpack with you to the patreon meetup because the patreon meetup uh was uh i i headed there straight from work at work we had we were shooting a music video and at the end of it a mass email went out that was like anyone who wants clothes free clothes and so i went down there and it was like supermarket fucking sweep i'm like if there's one <laughs> thing you're allowed to do is temp it is look poor like no one's like if, a, if, like, a fucking senior vice president is down there grabbing clothes, everyone's like, that's a bad look. If a temp is down there grabbing armfuls of clothes, it's like, you go, temp. Get paid, temp. Temp, temp, tomp. Do you have any reaction to this? Uh, no, I agree with you completely. Fuck them. Steal everything. Yeah. Well, not steal. They were free. So. Well, listen. Uh, yes. our, 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 our fridge is full of free oat milk, and you made me knock that shit off. All right. We're going to talk about that after this. I'm going to give you right now. I'm ready. The bag. <gasps> and I want you to go through it. This is all free stuff that I was allowed to take from the music video. Oh, my God. Shoot. Yes. Yes, queen. Oh, my God. Wow. What is that? What's the picture frame? Yeah, there's like a cool reclaimed wood picture frame. Oh, I like. I unironically really like this. This is my aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd like it a lot. I figured we could maybe put a little picture of Porg in it. Yeah, let's put a picture of a fake Star Wars bird. <laughs> okay, I'd love to. Hold it up for the camera just so they can see it. Yeah, it's just kind of like cool, uh, uh, like cerulean blue reclaimed wood thing where it looks old and fake, but it is clearly just from Ikea. Mm. Oh, that's for me. Okay, there's also a mug that is shaped like a donut, which ironically, you can't dunk a donut into because it's too thin because it's shaped like a donut. Are these compression shorts? You bought me a... <laughs> uh, uh, I prefer the phrase hot pants. Yes, uh, Sriracha right now is holding up some tiny- Do you seriously think these would fit me? Yeah, I think they're too big for you. They are way too big for me. I don't know. <laughs> they were free. What do you want me to do? Not grab pink hot pants? Okay, new topic. Now I'm offended. Don't, pull out more things. There's a pair of jeggings in there that I think might fit you. That's for me. Oh, it better be for you. This is gigantic. It's a gigantic yellow t-shirt with a picture of a Moog synthesizer on it. Was this a video shoot for fucking McDonald's or something? Why are all these... <laughs> I don't know. Wendy's, Applebee's. gargantuan size. Okay, this might fit. Yeah, okay. Hold those up for the camera. I got, These are some nice pastel blue and, and uh, with a pink and white pinstripes. They smell... <laughs> Well, yeah, we yeah we pulled them right out. I mean, they were taken right off of these dancers. Oh God! Dude, look, just get the jeggings and that's it. Just get the jeggings and that's it. I just I think you'll like these jeggings. There are jeggings in there, and there's a cool jacket for me, Asterios Coconos. 
Yeah, aren't those jeggings? Pull those over. Are those, are those boy size? These are boys. Okay, those are for me. I'm not getting jeggings. Are you talking about this? Yeah, hold those up. They're jeggings. These are just jeans, Asterios. But they have stretch. They're jeggings. These are jeans. These are not jeggings. You can't spell jeggings. All jeggings are jeans. Oh, God. A blind man, you see, he walks by the uh, fish market and early in the morning, he takes a good long whiff and he says, Oh, boy. Good morning, ladies. <laughs> Are you saying that the jeggings I got you for free from a music video shoot smell like dancers' pussies? Yes. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, I'm going to wash all these clothes. I can see why you got a whole bag full of them. The important thing is they're free, okay? <laughs> That's all that matters. All right, and speaking of free, um, after the Patreon thing, where... Oh, by the way, I met somebody really cool. We can get into it later. Her, her name is Loon Innate. Loon like the moon, oh boy. innate like your feelings. Her business card says she she specializes in energy work, Reiki teaching, workshops, <laughs> retreats, one-on-ones. Reiki is a handjob from a wizard, I believe. Awesome. And then her business card also says cultivate the light within. Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, well, let's talk about this. this is, there's some meat here. There's some meat on this bone. Is it as good as Capicola? Do you know what any of that means? No, but here's what she told me that really interested me. me. She's like, I make several thousand dollars a month on YouTube preaching my occultist teachings. And I'm like, <gasps> oh. my kids are scared. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, birds. I was like, occultism, you say? Occultism? Because to me, that's like a Halloween word. The occult, spooky dookie. But she's like, no, no, no. Occultism is this, this, that. All right. So I was like, I want to introduce you my, uh, to my uh, partner, my podcast partner, Sriracha, but she's downstairs she's lost in maze. She's uh, unfortunately fighting. <laughs> she's grinding for rats so she can beat off the, uh, the. She's grinding by killing rats in the catacombs so she can finally defeat the monster uh, guarding the door. And it turns out that monster is just alcoholism. <laughs> the greatest monster of them all. <laughs> Anyway, continue. No, uh, I was thinking about, now she does these like one-on-one consultations. She charges hundreds of dollars. You meet with her, you light some candles, she reads your aura, she gives you like an occultist future plan to unlock creativity, spirituality, business success. I was thinking of for your birthday, buying you a one-on-one consultation with Loon Innate. <laughs> Why do you hate me? <laughs> but hey, I, this isn't this the kind of shit girls like. Girls love going to fortune tellers and getting their palms red and shit. I have long been thinking that I would start like a scam business like this, pretending to be. Oh, dude, I would be such a good fake psychic. Tell me more. Okay, you ready? I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna give you a psychic reading. Reiki's even better because Reiki, you don't even need to talk. You just. It's what Reiki is. Is you hold your hands over chakra points in your body and you pull out negative energy and if that sounds like bullshit to you audience congratulations you're not fucking retarded well a counterpoint if chris chan needs so much energy to keep some sort of dimensional merge happening what if we team up chris chan with luna nate and luna nate teaches chris chan the power of reiki to to bring the dimensional merge into existence or something Reiki. Oh my God. Asterios. I wish I would have met this person though. Her big thing is, oh, I, by the way, I want you to read my fortune. Her big thing is ASMR. No. Oh my God. Tell me more. Um, apparently she, I mean, that's kind of like, uh, like if you want, you can go to her YouTube channel what right now. She has 90,000 subscribers. I'm very into ASMR. So like what kind of ASMR? I like, uh, there's, I found finally one that gives me the tingle treats and it's people eating Honeycomb, raw honeycomb, which when you think about it is pretty weird. Honeycomb big? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it not small. No, no, no. Is this a fucking reference? Yes, it's a reference. <laughs> Welcome to a new segment called Asterios Makes a Reference. New topic, new topic, new topic, new topic. Okay. Uh, let, now it's time for a new segment called Asterios Throws Up. <laughs> I almost did that. I have over here a series of tweets, and this was also posted as a Patreon message on uh, Chris Chan's uh, Patreon. I didn't know you subscribed to him on Patreon. I don't, but... You I, stole I, his paywalled content? It's te- Okay, this is not paywalled content, because the exact same series was posted on Twitter for free. 
Okay. To everyone. All Fair right. enough. So I'm going to read this to you. Okay. And um, I'm going to read it verbatim. And you just, you just tell me what you think. Okay? okay. This is Chris's explanation of why Chris can't get a job. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> good morning, everyone. I just realized a bit of wisdom. I feel it good to share with everyone. Quote me. The ordinary settle with their jobs. And of course, completely random words are capitalized in this whole thing. The ordinary settle with their jobs while the extraordinary continue on. Feel free to interrupt me whenever you want, because this is quite a wall of text we've got here. Well, so far, my only reaction is just to frown, but please continue. This is a reference to the N-typical, which I, I assume is a very autistic way of saying neurotypical. This is a reference to the N-typical haterade comment of get a job that is not only thrusted upon me, but to everyone who is creative and have pa- and have powerful in their own respective individual rights. Mm. It is not just the short and sweet fact that those of us myself included have tried time and again for gaining employment but only for efforts to have epic failed every time but more oh by the way uh, everyone three three thousand days and counting says chris supplied for a job but moreover, those of us who are employed are forced to dip into our deep, spiritual, soulful pool of talent, powers, energies, finding creative ways to get by day to day or month to month. This is our respective stream and flow of faded and destined events because we have our own jobs in making our own employment and work for ourselves as well as the occasional faded and destined workloads put in front of each of us. Only we individually are able to figure out, solve, and make it work for ourselves in our own way. Our special jobs in these are more vexing, taxing, and arduous compared to an office job, but we are we're not employed because we all... We all each were already employed by the higher powers of our deities. And in completing these jobs, the best of our abilities, magic powers and strength, still continuing on with gusto and good self-motivation. Oh, man, this is a fucking word salad. I I just skimmed this (laughs) before I started reading. I feel like I'm having an aneurysm. Our jobs pay us more satisfactory than any office job can ever do for us. We don't get the office level employments because our deep and special respective abilities make us each all highly overqualified for the typical job to settle in for our life. Okay. Is there more? Oh, there's tons more. I thought there might be. Um, I, do you mind if I say I get it? Yeah, no. I. This is just fucking word salad. Okay. <laughs> the- Thank you for reading this for me. I, only in episode two of Christory, which is coming out soon, as Wick just sent it to us this morning, um, did I see for the first time, like, video of him talking. Last time, in episode one of Christory, I saw, like, a picture of Christory for the first time. So I don't, so to me, like, this is new information to me that, like, he can write an essay justifying his bad choices yeah so if you are uh, giving chris money this is what chris thinks of you (laughs) wow like like i have been i've been all over the place i'm like is this person mentally challenged or are they just like intelligent and deranged or you know are they so far on the autism spectrum that they can't that they're like non-functional and it's like well no because here's the thing you're making a bad choice okay you make a bad choice To justify that choice to others requires, like, a level of intelligence. You know what I mean? I mean, dude, there's a whole paragraph about how Chris is employed by Emmanuel, the world's god, and how he also needs to uh, finish out the dimensional merge. But I think it's a pretty hard... I think Chris is just getting spammed with get a job comment because he begs for money constantly on Twitter. Like, every fucking day, every time... Like, Chris... Chris's thinking does not extend beyond his immediate needs. And I don't think that's just Chris. I think a, there are a lot of people, like most people fucking suck at saving money. But Chris has no concept of like emergency bills or like repair or car breaking down. Because wh- why Why would he? Every time he fucking tweets out, I need money, some rube c- sends him a hundred bucks on PayPal. And this is what Chris thinks of you if you are doing this. Okay. This is this is good to hear this. Thank you. It, okay, first off, is this depressing? Yes. 
Like, uh, and is it depressing that people can you send this person money? I don't know about that because to me, what I think of is someone sending him a hundred dollars because they probably like watching this slow motion car crash of a person, and they're like, "I'm going to send this guy a hundred dollars to keep the content coming." Like, I I think at this point. If you're sending Chris Chan $100, you know that 99 of it are going to go to what? Funko Pops or something? Yeah, toys. <laughs> yeah, it, like, like I I don't think he's grifting anybody. Like, um, I think that, uh, I think that maybe, like, he's caught up in an unhealthy cycle. But, uh, but, but this is good. Live by the Funko Pop, die by the Funko Pop, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. But, like, uh, this is good to know because I didn't know that Chris Chan had, like, this level of intelligence. He's writing essays. And another thing that I didn't get to talk to you about on episode two of Christory is he's writing full song parodies. Like, a second grader can't do that. I mean, they can, I guess. They can replace, like, they can replace all the words in uh, 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 um, Land Down Under with Poo Poo Pee Pee, (laughs) like, granted. But, like, he's writing full song parodies with, like, a message about how like he does not want to hear that you don't have that you have a boyfriend. He's a virgin with rage. There's he also, says I'm a virgin with rage. There's also another hysterical parody we didn't get oh, to. God. Of, you know Madonna's song "Like a Virgin." It's just him singing about how he's a virgin. He's like, I'm a virgin. Yes. Uh, I've never been touched any time. I don't have that one memorized. I'm but. a virgin. Someone touch me on my behind. I don't want to be a virgin. Um. Okay. So it's weird. Again, as somebody who's coming into this with no knowledge of this person, a picture is starting to form. Would it be fair to say this guy has the intelligence of an 11th grader? Um. More? Less? It's difficult what you mean by intelligence. I, I, because intelligence has so many components of it. Like Chris can drive... Chris is a driver's license. Chris understands that he needs to be making bill payments. True. But then he also has seems to have no distinction between fantasy and reality. That's what like, I've heard. Children who watch TV might think that there's a land where all the My Little Ponies live. But a child cannot operate a motor vehicle. Right. And does not have the compa- capacity to like manage their... <clears throat> Bless you. Thank you. To like manage their own uh, court dates and like show up at court for debt hearings. Or graduate from. Wait, he shows up at court for debt hearings? Yes. Chris and Barb, his mother, have been sued for debt, I think, three times now. But Chris has been showing up to these docket meetings. Chris has shown up to, uh, instead of in Virginia, I guess there is, if you are sufficiently mentally handicapped enough, instead of putting you in jail, for certain first offenses, they put you on a special therapeutic docket, which is where you need to like check in with your officers. You need to do all this shit. And then if you do it correctly, you get like movie tickets and crap. And then they forgive your debt or something. Why couldn't I get sent to that court? Oh my God. I could have seen Avengers Endgame instead of seeing $37,000 get flushed out of the toilet. Do you pinky promise not to call anybody a cuck anymore? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. So, like, when you say intelligence, I don't think that that is representative of what is... Like, the problem with Chris is not that he's fucking... uh, Has an IQ of 50. Okay. It's that he does not seem to have a distinction between the lines of something that is made up and something that is real. Do you think that's choice he's making? Yes. Well, then he does have the distinction. You know what I mean? No, because... Okay, I, I, I adjust my answer on some level. Okay. I think that it is willing because Chris also believes things that like fake things that he would not want to believe. For example, we're going to get into this much later. Like at one point, someone managed to convince Chris that Quickville was being attacked and he was like in serious distress over some, this. Some super, in when we were in Boston, some incredibly stoned guy. Oh, by the way, you can, oh, we're back from our from the first leg of our tour. We hey. did New York, Boston, Philadelphia, New Jersey. It was great. We met a lot of cool people. We have exclusive tour posters. I signed a bunch of them. It was a lot of fun. Apparently, Boston, weed is legal now. So everyone's just smoking weed on the sidewalk. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I wish weed was legal when I fucking went to college and um, in Boston. And so 
a super stone guy came up to me and was like, you know that they fooled Chris into thinking there's a Death Star on the moon, yep. man? Yep, that's now, a real thing that happened. I was I was really hoping it wasn't a real thing that happened because I was like I was like if this is real don't tell me about it I want to be surprised and if this is fake thank you I don't want this to be real um anyway look enough Christian talk because we're because we're gonna keep saying forty times oh we're gonna talk about this oh we're yeah, gonna talk about yeah 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 uh I want to bring up a couple more things before we wrap uh it, we may not have time to get to it this week but I got the results of my brain scan test holy shit yeah. Um, they are in that bag next to all that pussy sweat. Uh, if you, if you want to pull it out. Um, another thing I want to tease for next week is we have been in deep, deep email contact with Nathan. Fuck Masry. Nathan Masry is a piece of shit. Uh, I know last time I was on the show, I said that he was not an enemy, but no, I changed my mind. He's an enemy again because he's a piece of shit. And he tried to, he tried to bamboozle me and it did not work because I'm intelligent. But Nathan, you're a piece of shit. If you're listening to this, we will talk about that more. Na- or, or was it Nathan, or was it Nathan's assistant, Karen? Karen. Oh no, I'm sorry, Karen. You're a piece of shit, and I hate you. Karen, the person who tweets, talks, and acts exactly like Nathan Masry With does the on same Instagram, broken English. Yeah, amazingly, it's yeah. You know, the you use the phrase broken English. I would not use that phrase because he was born and raised in Canada. Like he has, at, he lived in Los Angeles forever. This guy has been around proper English speaking his whole life. I think he just doesn't want to. Dude, a blind man could see that English is not Nathan Masry's native language. Well, his native language is probably French. Or something. Or Arabic. Look, I'm just saying, the phrase broken English lets this guy off the hook. Like, he does like... You're running and you're running a business is getting international press. At this point, you can figure out when you should be capitalizing okay, let me, words. Let me put it this way, then, uh, dude gets more use out of the passive tent or, pa- or passive language than the fucking water fountain at the gym. Yeah, <laughs> sees okay. action. All right, there you go. Um, I want to wrap up with a couple of things though. So after the Patreon party, after we ate all the food we could, after Sriracha was real drunk, and after we took hella selfies. Oh, I was not that drunk leaving the Patreon party. Okay. Um, like, uh, we took a lot of really great selfies because it was like, it took place in like a wedding venue. Yeah, it was a really nice place. Yeah. So I took like hundreds of pictures of her. Um, I, I thought they were very cool, telegenic, kind of very entertainment friendly pictures. Thank you. I posted them on Twitter.com. Yeah, I thought they looked like great. Some. After that, I'm like, okay, we've done enough business talk tonight. I, I met a Reiki healer who I'm going to buy a one-on-one thing with, so I don't know, they can light incense or something and touch each other's pussies. Like, <laughs> Wait, each other's? Oh, yeah, she's a hot girl, you're a hot girl. It's like- a- Oh, I'm getting my- I thought you. Were, the implication was that she was touching your pussy. I was like, no, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Your soy pussy that you grew because you drank so much soy. <laughs> Almond milk is not soy. <laughs> I, um, I, I was like, let me take you out to like some nice bar where we can just hang out. And we're walking by- I see like a black, like roped off bar and like a bouncer. So I just go up to the guy and, I, and, I, and I'm like, hey, are you guys open or is there a private event? He goes, he goes, actually both. It's a private event, but if you want to come in, you can. Um, an oat milk company is throwing a party for influencers and they're giving away free food and drinks and also acupuncture. Acupuncture, yeah, no. So I, I went to the door, and dude, I did not give a fuck at that point. Like the lady's like, "Okay, all we need is your email address," and you gave him yours, and I was like, "Uh, actually, this is my partner." So hi, and the lady was even like, "Yeah, don't want to get spammed with emails. Totally understand. Come on in, guys, have a great time." Yeah, that lady was super. I was gonna give her pork chatter at protonmail.com. I should have gave her pork chatter at proton. I, I was not in my right brain. I was yes because you were super drunk leaving the Patreon you party. You fucking. T- him, you motherfucker, you texted me at the oatmeal party. Why aren't you drunk? And I said, I don't know. We had been at that point, we had been at the oatmeal party for two hours. And the reason you weren't super, by the way, you were incredibly drunk, you were just faking it well. But you fooled me. But look, we'll get you that. I, I was literally spelling out P O R G. And so I was just like, nah, we're not giving you shit. You we're not bitch. giving you our email address, you bitch. And I'm just like, I'm thinking to myself, I've worked these PR activations before. All the lady needs is a dumb email address 
It'll make her look better to her boss. Sriracha's so like, fuck you. Then Sriracha slapped her upside her pussy. This party doesn't support my libertarian values and everyone clapped. <laughs> yeah, and everybody did clap. And then I think, I think Sriracha also said, um, you know, America's back. He's made America great again. You're allowed to say Merry Christmas now. And then the lady started to cry. Yeah, she did. She started crying and she looked me dead in my eyes and she said that she was from Poland. And uh, part of their tradition is they would always say Merry Christmas to one another uh, in the days leading up, her and her family. But when she said it this year, then an ICE agent actually kicked her door down mm. and arrested her. That, that was when Obama right, was Ob- president. Yes. because that's founder what, of ICE. Right. That was what ICE was doing right. when Obama was president. But now... Uh, she said Merry Christmas and she like braced herself yeah. and no one kicked in the door. But Donald Trump did lightly knock on the door and she opened it up and he gave her a hug and she said that he smelled like candy canes and roses and he said, patted her on the head. He said, it's okay. You can say Merry Christmas again. America's back. And then, and, and if if I recall correctly, uh, he had a he had a twinkle in his eye and a tw- and with a twitch of his nose, straight up the chimney he rose. Yeah, and he, he did. He, and he got into a sleigh and he and uh, and as he rode away, Honestus with his band of eight Mexicans. <laughs> God damn it, Sriracha! It was we were almost out. Why don't you go get a job writing for the Big Bang Theory if you love racist humor so much? Oh, well, you could be Raj's special writer. <laughs> Follow around all day. What exactly are the Hindu gods again? Yeah, oh my god, can you imagine at the Big Bang the Big Bang Theory Writer's Room just has a has a computer up that only has Vishna, uh, Irish, Ganesh. It's just like the Wikipedia page for Hinduism. Vishnu, more like Vishnu away. Am I right? I'm gonna tell you wait. I'm gonna look that up right now. I'm telling you, they probably use that as a joke. Oh, really? You think so? Here. Okay, yeah. Vishnu, more like Vish, no way. I'm putting oh, it in boy. quotes. Oh, baby, this is a high energy episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. The Big serious? Bang Theory, episode 314, the Cooper incident. Um, he says that to a girl who's hitting on him while he's drunk, and she's real hot, and... Later, he regrets it. Wait, read me the... Is there? Is this like on... Full transcript, yes. Yeah, g- give me a couple lines before it, and then tell me what the line is. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, uh, okay, so it says just it says just like hot girl, because I'm guessing they don't have access to production scripts. Yeah. So they don't know like the character's actual name. But given that it's Hollywood, the character's actual name might be hot girl. It, I was going to say that more than likely, so especially if she's just a one-off character, they probably didn't even name. Yeah, the, the 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 Hollywood term is under five, meaning she has under five lines in the episode. She's gotcha. under five. Uh, she, she she says uh, she says uh, here we go. Uh, hey there, handsome. Uh, you looking for you looking for a good time tonight? And then he says, and and he says, I'm always looking for a good time, baby. And then she says, Oh oh, I like the Indian spice. And then she goes, she goes, he goes, uh, Vishnu. More like Vish, no way. He literally says that? Yeah, it's right here in the script. That doesn't make any sense in context. Yeah, I don't get it either. It's it's the Big Bang Theory. It's weird. Okay, whatever. Okay. Th- um, so anyway, and then uh, and then he walks away, and then the girl like looks at him like, what? And then it cuts to the next morning, and he goes, oh my God, what did I do? I could have gone to, I could have got to second cricket base. Uh, it's again, it's very racist. It's Is not- cricket popular in India? <laughs> Yes, it's India's game. Oh, damn it. I didn't know that. It's baseball for you. Got to read episode 314 of The Big Bang Theory, The Cooper Gotta Incident. Got to read episode 314 of Not, The Big Bang Theory. Just read it. Um, okay, so so uh, we get in there. It is nonstop hot influencer girls wearing skin tight vintage outfits. And Saranja is like, you know what? This is a great place. <laughs> and Saranja is like, you know what? Let's start stealing. <laughs> yes. And then Saranja goes, let's start stealing. And so they they have like a there's a bar there's like an oat milk bar where there are nonstop cartons of this it's called uh, Khalifa Farms Oat Barista Blend blend gluten free no gums nut free non GMO it steams remarkably well 
There's also plenty of uh, cartons of this. Khalifa Farms concentrated cold brew, 100% Arabica coffee. It kind of tastes like shit. I'm drinking it right now. Yeah, I'm going to have some after this. Don't. It's, dude, it's so strong. You'll freak out. I kind of, okay, I won't have it. I want a little bit. I mostly want the oat milk. If I'm yeah, have honest. a little bit of it, add oat milk, and then really water it down. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not kidding when I'm saying this is so strong, it does not taste good. No, no, no. no. I'm going to have a little bit. I'm going to have just a little bit of it. Uh, just for, I, I want a little bit of coffee in there just for the taste. But anyway, um, so, and they have bangs. And it's like, hey, take, a, take an oat milk and a coffee. So Sriracha grabs a bag. She takes an oat milk and a coffee. Like a child at an unattended bowl of Halloween candy. I was filling my filling every orifice I had with oat milk. Yes. She took she took another oat milk and another oat milk. And she's doing this thing where she's like wink. She's real drunk. She's winking at me and elbowing me. And she's like, hey, Asterios, check this out. And she's like very obviously, cartoonishly, like Daisy Head Maisie. She's just like filling up this bag with oat milk. And I'm trying to tell her like, we can steal the oat milk. It's just, can we please try to be a little more stealth about our thievery? I have her remember you saying, knock it off. We're going to get kicked out. And me thinking like, and fucking what? Who cares? We're going to, oh, we're going to get kicked out of the oat milk party. Okay, go back to the oat milk party. Do you remember? But do you remember what I said to you after? That they would retract our oat milks. <laughs> My concern was like, look. You don't think I've been kicked out of oat milk parties before? I've been kicked out of every oat milk party in Brooklyn. When they kick you out, they take your bag. No. And that's the thing. I'm trying to tell Sriracha, we have to safeguard our our existing oat milk stolen pile. You know, she's going back for one big score. We have six cartons of oat milk. Well, dude, okay. Well, the last score was not my fault. I was no. on my way to the bathroom, and there was some Instagram chick, and she was like, hey, you want this bag? I was like, yeah, sure. So she shoves it in my hand, and it's full of oat milk. Yes, that worked out great because you were in a you were at the other oat milk bar filling up with that. You walked up to the second yes there were two oat milk bars. You walked up to the second oat milk bar which was right next to a guy with a bunch of fucking pins sticking out of his body. Oh yeah, there was free acupuncture. They were also doing free acupuncture and at first I was like, "Ah, oh, I'll finally try acupuncture." But then I realized they set up the acupuncture table right next to the bathroom and drunks are non-stop like dancing around people's feet covered in needles and I'm like, "If I get on an acupuncture table, some drunk is going to run into my feet and just jam a bunch of wolverines right into my toes." And then you're paralyzed forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so Sriracha does go to the second oat milk bar and she scores big. She brings home another six cartons of oat milk. And I'm like, Sriracha, this is, this is great. This is the kind of oat milk thievery that's great. But the, oh, did you want to say something? No, go ahead. But the big obvious thing that she did before I told her, let's leave the oat milk bar was this. They had these tiny little. Oh, the CBD cans. <laughs> tubes of CBD. I'm holding it up here. It's about an inch. It's about, it's two inches tall by an inch wide. Star Trek Deep Space Nine fans, it looks exactly like Ketracel White. Uh, everybody else, ah, it looks like cocaine. Uh, I don't know. Um, so she grabs one, she puts it in her own milk. She's like, she's like, ah, yes, a feeling of wellness. And I'm like, you're feeling wellness because you're drunk. <laughs> and then, guilty. <laughs> and then she takes her hand like a fucking claw machine at the bowling alley. <laughs> And she grabs, she reaches into this small, tasteful bowl of CBD, grabs all of it, walks over to me in front of the bartender, shows it to me in her hand, shoves it in the bag with a look that's like, I'm being naughty. And I'm just like, I'm like, that, okay, okay, let's, let's, let's walk let's away. Let's pull it back, sir. <laughs> let's, I'm, 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 I'm saying to myself, like, that's great. We now have a lot of CBD. Fold. Let's fold on this. Let's 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 protect our current CBD stack before going in. For these no BDers are, are are gonna hop in there, and then we can buy their bags. So Sriracha brings home literally. This is uh, about a dozen capsules of CBD uh, that we're keeping in the fridge. I don't know if they need to be refrigerated. I don't really know what they do. They were outside. It's fine. <laughs> They were outside, but the thing is, you go to a coffee bar, often they'll have a little container of milk outside. It doesn't mean milk lives outside. I mean, in some countries, milk does live outside. Such as? 
every European nation. That's racist. That's as racist as Disney's portrayal of a non-reading French girl. You're telling me they don't have the secret to refrigeration over in Europe? Man, that's fold. Liberals, hypocrisy exposed. Hell yeah. Um, maybe next week. Okay, we have the Nathan story to tell next week. We have my brain scan results next week. What if next week I drank all of these CBDs at No, once? I want them. Okay, what if you drink Those them are all? the fruits of my labor. Why do we have to do all of them? Why can't we just have a... Why can't we enjoy CBD responsibly? Because it's funny to go. What if we get super high on CBD? Well, listen, there's a planet of the vapes. <laughs> there is a planet of the vapes. Down the road. Why don't you just go there and get a bunch of CBD? Like, if you want to OD on CBD, by the way, lamest suicide ever, <laughs> go do it. Uh, oh, that's your phone. Your phone. That might be your mom calling you. I okay, don't care. let's wrap it up here. Uh, oh, by the way, Planet of the Vapes is under new management, according to a big sign under the vape. Ape. I wonder what happened. That's what I'm wondering too. Like, how badly did the old owner of Planet of the Vapes fuck up? Damn it! They blew it up. You monsters! That's you what... blew it up. You did it. Damn you, dirty vapes! Damn you all to hell! Holy That's shit, it you for, are so fucking loud. But you have to deliver that last line oh loud. God, that was... I don't think you realize how fucking loud that was. No, I know. I mean, but but again, like, this is the end of the episode. This is the time to scream because we're both going to the bar after this. And uh, and also, like, uh, I'm telling you right now, that's the perfect point for this episode. You don't even know why. Do you even get the reference I was thinking? No. Yeah, because don't worry about it. It's great, it's great. We're going to write about this on the AV Cup. It's going to be great. That's it for the loudest podcast. I've been your host, Scariest Podos. With me is always a scratch out. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know, patreon.com slash Scariest. For just two bucks, you get over two years worth of bonus episodes sent right to your phone on a dedicated RSS feed that just lives in your phone. Uh, thank you guys so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.